You're listening to Rama for Today. You're in the situation that you're in because of an unwise decision. Sometimes you need to drive that car another year before you go making a trade. Sometimes you need to live in that house another year before you make a step up. I'm talking about using wisdom. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagen on his teaching on the Wisdom series on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagen for today's message. You see, we need to have wisdom. We as a church are responsible many times for whether the convicting power of the Holy Spirit continues to operate or we cut it off. Did you know most of the time that whenever there is a convicting power of the Holy Spirit going on during an altar service and you feel a prompting of the Holy Spirit on the inside, it is not for a message in tongues, but it is for intercession. And you should bow your head over on the seat and begin to pour forth with the tongues. That's wisdom. Wisdom is so vitally important. It's important in the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Wisdom is important in the operation of the church. The Apostle Paul talks about it, and I've taught about it over preceding weeks. I taught about that we all are in the body. We all have a place. And we need to get in that place. See, that's wisdom. Don't try to be an eye if you're a toe. Don't try to be an ear if you're a hand. See, God has a place for everybody to do something. Now use wisdom and get in that place. In the natural, wisdom is necessary. In business world, if you use wisdom, your, your business will succeed and abound. You make unwise decisions and you'll be in trouble. This happens in your home. You, make un, you do not use wisdom in your home and before you know it, you find yourself on the brink of bankruptcy. And many people are going around hollering, the devil. No, the devil didn't have anything to do with it. Now, I'm not praising the devil at all, no. Maybe indirectly he did, but directly the problem was you made some stupid, I shouldn't say that word. You made some ignorant, no, I shouldn't say that word. You made some bad decisions that don't mean good either. See, that's a bad word to use too. What word can you use? Unwise. Thank you. Help the pastor speak properly. You're in the situation that you're in because of an unwise decision. Sometimes you need to drive that car another year before you go making a trade. Sometimes you need to live in that house another year before you make a step up. 
I'm talking about using wisdom. Many people out here, oh God, I'm believing God for this. And I begin to talk to them because they're in trouble financially and I know they pay their tithes and I know they're giving offerings and they're in trouble so I begin to try to pinpoint and I trace it back and here was a bad decision. Now God will get them out of it but many times they go through the hard place before they come out on the other side. And many people are not willing to stick it out and they begin, well, that faith business just don't work like it's supposed to. Hey, faith didn't have anything to do with it. It was a wrong decision on your part. Oh, I want to tell you what. There'd be a lot more people receiving from God if they used a little more wisdom. Have you ever heard somebody say about somebody else, you know, they didn't use any wisdom. You ever heard that about somebody, you know, they didn't use any wisdom? You weren't talking about them. You were, just, you were just noticing the fact that they were in trouble because they didn't use wisdom. I don't know how, how I can say it any plainer, but it is very important from the Word of God that we have wisdom. Now, let's go to, let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs 2. Twelve, wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are, per, are perverse, who leave the straight paths to walk in the dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in it. See, now turn to three. Proverbs 3, 3.13. Now, the writer of the Proverbs is Solomon. I believe he's qualified to write on wisdom. Verse 13, blessed is, the man who find, blessed is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. I mean, you don't have to say a whole lot more. I mean, the Bible does a pretty good job of preaching for itself. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, in her, in her left hand, are riches and honor. Woo! Her ways are pleasant and all her paths are peace. She is the tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who lay hold of her will be blessed. I am blessed, I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. Not if you don't have wisdom. You can sing it all you want to. I, you heard the reason that I sang in the shower. <laughs> but without wisdom, you can't be blessed. Now, look over here in, ver in, in chapter 4, verse 5. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or swerve from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. Now here is the richest man in the world. Here is a man that has everything that he wants at his fingertips. Everything. 
He is the richest man in the world. There is nothing that he does not have. And if he doesn't have it and wants it, all he has to do is tell somebody to get it. And yet he does not talk about riches. He does not talk about horses and lands and houses. He talks about wisdom. If you would go into the Word of God and begin to search out and do the research that it would take to do, it would take hours to do it, to research Solomon's wealth as compared with today's economy, it would be in the billions of dollars. You know, in the newspaper where they print ever so often the richest people in the world and how much they're worth. If they calculated all that Solomon had, one individual said that it would probably be more than all of the rich people that put together and added add theirs together. Solomon would still be way above them. He had so much gold and silver and rubies, and diamonds, and precious stones, and raiment, and I mean, man, his chariot, he had so much gold, his chariot had gold plates all over it. Go read how he, what he put in the house of God when he built it. I mean, he's building a house for God now, and a lot of people will say, well, now God wants you to be poor. Well, I want to tell you what, you go over in Chronicles and you begin to read and you find out that whenever they dedicated that house they had built for God, God said, I am pleased and I am going to come and dwell here and this will be my perpetual dwelling place. The richest man in the world, he talked about get wisdom. Do not forsake wisdom. She will protect you and watch over you. I like this. Long life in her right hand. And in her left hand are riches, riches and honor. Now wait a minute. Let's go back. And he asked for wisdom. God said you have asked for a great thing. See, this is not a man talking. This is a man talking about something that God gave him because he asked for it. Now, we have the opportunity to gain wisdom ourselves because we have the Word of God. Remember, he did not have the Word of God. We do. James said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask how? In faith believing. And what's he going to do? He's going to receive wisdom liberally, right? Ask the God for wisdom and then sit down with the Word and begin to read. And wisdom, understanding, knowledge will begin to grow in you and grow in you and grow in you. And you'll be successful. I believe I'll pick up here again next week and do a little more talking about wisdom. Would that be all right with everybody? Anybody get anything tonight? I thank God for faith. We need faith. Thank God for gifts of the Spirit. We need gifts of the Spirit. But I'm going to tell you what. I, I'm beginning to see that, that wisdom is a cornerstone on which they operate. Because what is wisdom? 
knowledge and understanding. And if you have understanding, you'll never go hungry. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, I'm going to stop right here. Stop here. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Called of God. The next book in this offer is from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Positioning System. The next in this offer is the CD from Craig Hagen entitled The Greater Mentality. And last but not least is the CD from Denise Hagen Burns entitled Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. All this for the special price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. It's because we have Word Partner Club members. And you say, well, what's a Word Partner Club member? Well, it's somebody that prays for us regularly. Yes. And somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help support uh, Rama. You can go to rama.org and slash WPC and, yes. and sign up. It doesn't matter how much. Every offering counts when it all gets here because of you. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth Hagen on the Wisdom Series. If you would like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.